Hey, this is Neil Mackay, your host of a Vietnam podcast. Now, before we get started on this episode, I wanted to share with you about one of my favorite affiliate partners, and that is Fiverr. I've been using Fiverr for years for everything from ordering YouTube thumbnails to keyword research, writing podcast articles, even to Canva designs and thumbnails and more. So whether you're a budding entrepreneur, a podcaster, or anyone in between, Fiverr has got you covered. It really is the go-to platform if you want to find freelancers offering a massive range of services to help you on any project. Maybe you need a stunning new logo or just a short animation, whatever you need, you can find it on Fiverr. What I love the most is how easy Fiverr makes it to connect with talented freelancers from around the world, all at prices that will fit whatever your budget is. Plus, with Fiverr's secure payment system, you can trust that your transactions are safe and secure. No dodgy people you meet on Facebook groups that disappear with your money and never give you what you want. What, that's only happened to me? As an affiliate partner, I will get a small commission if you use the link and at no extra cost to you. As an affiliate partner, I will get a small commission if you click my link and you buy something, all at no extra cost to you. And best of all, you will be directly supporting the making of this podcast that you're listening to for free, but it is not free to make. So why we head over to somewhere that you've probably never been before. It's called the show notes. So whatever app you're listening in, if it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anything at all, head to the show notes, click on my special link, and then you can browse thousands of gigs ready to help you with your next project. And now, let's dive into today's episode. Let's go. Hey, Adrian, you want to try this Saigon fruit beer? A what? You know... Saigon Apple Beam. No. What are you talking about? What's that? What? You don't know? They taste so good. There's chili, ginger, and this one's apple. I'm trying to speak more Vietnamese. Try this fermented apple juice. You're not speaking Vietnamese. You're just speaking English. Show me what you're drinking. Here. Saigon Cider. Yeah, that's what I said. Fermented apple juice. Thanks for listening to 7 Million Bikes, a Vietnam podcast. If you're based in Vietnam, you know how much of a problem it can be to find entertainment in English here and meet other like-minded people. 7 Million Bikes not only hosts a Vietnam podcast, but also stand-up comedy shows, quiz nights and events. So you can have fun, connect with others and share experiences of Vietnam. You can become a member of the 7 Million Bikes community and you can get free tickets to comedy shows, that includes a beer, That'll be when we're back open, of course, or free entry to our online quiz nights that are every Tuesday. You will also get access to episodes a day early of a Vietnam podcast, credit at the end of each episode on YouTube and on the podcast, and invites to special 7 Million Bikes member events. We're definitely going to be throwing a massive party when this is all over in Saigon and we can finally see each other again. Membership starts from only 92,000 dong per month, that's only $4. And if you join the community before the end of September and you live in Vietnam, we'll send you a free 7 million bikes face mask. The link is in the show description. 
7 Million Bikes, Discover, Laugh, Connect. This podcast will take us past 20,000 downloads. You have helped 7 Million Bikes be listed by Listen Notes as in the top 10% of podcasts worldwide. Thank you so much for listening. We've already started recording season 7. Look out for new episodes very soon. Stay safe wherever you are in the world right now, especially to those in Saigon and around Vietnam under lockdown. What's something that happens in your country, the USA, that would be looked at strangely in Vietnam? I'm going to keep it in the bathroom, the gap in the stalls. <laughs> so big. It's the weirdest thing ever in America. When I first went there, it comes up so often. I see it. other people post about it. Anyone who's not been to America, for some reason, you go to a public restroom, public toilet, the gap between the door, like you can eyeball through and look at someone if you wanted to. We used Why? to in high school. Like that was always kind of like the joke. Is that, oh, I see you. I'm like, so-and-so is in there. And the funny thing is, I don't know why I know this, but um, the a very popular brand of stall, like the company that makes bathroom stalls, is called Heine Hiders. <laughs> but they are not hiding any Heinies with that gap. It's absurd. It's so weird. It's so weird when you go into like a public restroom, whether it's a 7-Eleven or, or wherever Truly it is. Truly a public restroom. Yeah, yeah. Everyone can see you. <laughs> and there's a massive gap. Why? Like... It just goes against what a bathroom is. First, like, just like that. Naturally, I think it's the way French people say hello. You know, they do like, mwah, mwah. Oh, le bis. La bis, la bis. Yeah. I think when you meet strangers in Vietnam, if you do this, people go going to feel really, really shy, really insecure and uncomfortable. No, that's a good one. That is a good one because there's these small cultural differences, which is absolutely 100% normal in France. If you just met a Vietnamese person for the first time, say you'd never met them the before, party. and you just walked up and went and kissed them both cheeks. You will be happy. I'm sure, I'm sure the guy will be happy. <laughs> <laughs> and very confused. No, they'd very be like, confused. Because I, I, I've had it before. Um, I was in a bar, met a friend, Vietnamese friend, and, and her friend was with her. I gave my friend a hug because I've known her for a long time, and, and she knows that's normal. And then I, I went to give her friend a hug, <laughs> and she kind of like froze a little bit. What like I hell? could feel it. Like I could feel her kind of freeze. And I spoke to my friend afterwards, and I was like, oh, should I have done that? Was that inappropriate? And she's like, no, she, she she understands. But yeah, you could see, like, she kind of reacted. And so far in Vietnam, they don't have that kind of close personal contact. Like, even I like to, I lived in America. Yeah. And for guys in America, you see your, your buddy, your friend, you go up and you give them a big bear hug. Mm -hmm. How you doing? Good to see you. And you hug them. And I really like that. And then I went back to Scotland, and I did it to my friend. And they they kind of froze a little bit because for them we don't do that in Scotland. You don't okay. like hug your buddy. You, you give do? them a handshake, a handshake, you know, or be like, oh, how you? Just... And ladies, how you say hello? See, I don't even. I can't even. A shake on the butt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I always find it difficult with ladies. Even when we met today, I kind of gave you a, mm. a hug, and you kind of were like, oh, okay, we're doing that. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, that's true. But I never know what. I, I find it awkward sometimes. I never know whether do you shake hands, do you give a hug, do you give a nod, like what. With ladies, I always do a hug because, I don't know, I, f I feel, you know, it's okay. But, you know, sometimes also guys, they may feel it a bit, oh, maybe my girlfriend. I mean, maybe it can be inappropriate. So with guys, I'm always like, I, I don't know. Yeah, see, it's difficult, right? Like, I'm quite like a huggy. If it's first time, if I'm it's first time. I'm a person, then, you know? So next time we meet, I'm going to hug you. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> but so, I, like, sometimes I do it, like, when I met you this morning and it was just, I was like, oh, hey, and give you a hug. And then as I did it, though, I was like, 
should I have done that? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, first time, it's a little bit, maybe, yeah. Then what do we do? Do we shake hands? I yeah, find that yeah. weird as well. But it's... we started with shaking hands and, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, we know, now we can hug. Now I we think. can hug. Now we can. But that is a good one. I like that. That's a good thing. Because the reason I asked that question is because it's easy when you're here to be like, oh, that's so weird because we live in True. Vietnam. But then there's loads of things from our own of country course, that course. are super weird here as well, right? Another thing and that's from Russia is like, I never really experienced that, but I know sometimes people, they kiss on the mouth to say hello. Like my mom, when we went back to Russia, one of her closest friends, she came and she's like, Mwah. just kiss, kiss her. And mom, she was like, what the hell? Like, is this really happened? And then her dad came and kissed my mom too on the on the lips. Like just a, how you saw a smack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a smack. So that's, whoa. But so that I know people do sometimes with like really close friends, but like if it, it's weird, right? With When two adults like, being related and so on, just kiss kiss on the on the mouth. So I guess if you do that in Vietnam, people are just gonna have a stroke, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I mean, I would find that weird if someone did. But again, culturally, if that's what's normal, then it's, it doesn't make a difference, right? Probably like everything you said. It's funny because sometimes the culture there is revered, or 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 you know they look at it in a very positive way. Uh, I think I, this everything in America is different than almost every like on purpose. It's isolated from like, like every other why we use inches, feet, pounds, and no one else does it. We we're, we use we use you know it's some people here are like oh my god it's thirty degrees out like in America that's very cold. So I'm just like wait it's I mean it's like ninety or a hundred. So everything that is done in America could not be more different than it is done here. So I think maybe even the the lack like that whole American exceptionalism thing. America is like you first, don't care about anyone. And the beautiful thing is here is the opposite of that. People are very communal and they want to help you and that kind of stuff. So I just think maybe uh we talked about it before we're like the from how the government it works to how healthcare works to how people treat each other is so vastly different than everything that's done here we don't take our shoes off to enter a room I mean, like everything is really 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 different uh so probably if you're coming from Asia, Southeast Asia or maybe particular like Vietnam or Thailand or something like that going to America there's there's almost nothing in common. So I think the whole thing would be pretty intense culture shock. Well, I've just thought of one. Getting a takeaway drink. Mm. It'd be like, why are you giving me all this liquid? Yeah. Takeaway cup. Takeaway drinks in America just don't need to be that big. Well, if well, yeah, that's right. I mean, that's true. Everything in it, we we consume a lot uh, as Americans. That's actually a good point too. Like just pour everything, food from food portions to prices to like the way. It's true. It's it's everything is ten x as massive as was what it would be here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Again, many things because we are not better than others. It just cultural differences the weather so in winter so no we don't go in canada we don't go to school with the with the dogs and and the sleigh okay we don't do that we don't we don't go to school with a, a skidoo <laughs> we do that they do that in not in montreal not in big cities but yes they do that in uh suburbs and uh, uh what we do that could be really weird we walk on frozen lake and we ski 
and we skidoo on it's the motorbike on the on, on the on the snow, you know, the skidoo. Uh, it's like skidoo, but it's skidoo because they have skis, and and you you take this big machine, and you you know what I mean. I maybe like I a, like a, what do you call like a jet ski, but it's for snow. For snow, I know what you mean. Yeah. And, so it's like the skis on mm-hmm. the front. Yeah, yeah. And, and we they, use they call it, them a skidoo. Oh, yes, skidoo. Okay, okay. And we use it on frozen lake, yeah. big, big frozen lake. And sometimes we're crazy like that. We're going to take a, a, a tour to cut a hole on the lake. We are still standing on the lake. And we're going to fish under the frozen lake, under the ice. And uh, and that's it. It's, it's a bit crazy for people from Asia. Yeah. They have never seen uh, snow or ice. And you're like, yes, that's us with a lot of clothes. Uh, some kind of clothes you wear when it's 10 degrees outside. But for <laughs> us, it's when it's minus 30. And, uh, and we, we, yeah, we fish under the, the ice. I think it's something, what? <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, there was a good answer to this question from Mika Chu, who is French-Russian. And the thing that would be considered strange is la bise. Ah, oui. Sure. Because you imagine if you, she, she made the point, I thought it was great. Imagine if you showed up in Vietnam and you just gave someone the kiss on each cheek. They'd be like, what are you doing? Mm. So that's us. Because Vietnamese people are really tactile. They, they touch you all the time. Oh, we, so we had the discussion that we think it's the opposite. Huh? Yeah, I feel like that not so much. I've been touched a lot. You've been touched uh, a lot. Yeah. I don't get touched very much. But now I'm, I'm a bit tan. But at the beginning, I was super white. Uh, so I was touched and a lot and a lot of pictures and etc. I've I've heard people have these experiences. Uh, I have a lot of black friends that have had these experiences oh, yes. more so. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty pasty white, but I don't really get. I've never never been asked for pictures or touched very much. Which mm, is, uh, don't take it personally. No, I won't take it personally. <laughs> it's very it's it's it's, it's funny. Um, in America. We wave people with the finger upward like this, you know? We're not going to be able to, can we, you're going to have to try and explain that because people can't see what you're doing. And, and uh, yeah, it's like you, you you put your hand, you know. It's like if you beckon someone, right? Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Yes, yes. You're like, hey, come here, let's come, let's go. Or, you know, you just do your finger like this. I don't know how you describe it. You but, have your you palm know, up, Your right? palm, yeah, your palm up and then you... You know, you, you're backing the, 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 the fingers. But then here in Vietnam, you know, but when we do it and do this, you know, with your palm, palm down. down, then you just for little kids or for, you know, dogs or cat, you know. Yeah. But here is vice versa. So one time I call my, my, my girlfriend. I'm like, Emily, let's go. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? You know? I'm like, be let's go. And like, she's like, you're so disrespectful. <laughs> These are the cultural differences that you need to know. I didn't learn that one until I'd been here like two or maybe even three years that I learned that it's different. Because to me, if you have your, it's hard if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, but if you yeah. have your palm down and you beckon someone, it's really rude in the West. Yes. Whereas yes. here, that's just normal, like come here. I think when people have hamster pets here. Wait, what? People who ha- keep hamsters as pets here. Oh, I thought you meant like took them out for walks. 
Oh, uh, no, no. Look, I think just keeping hamsters as pets in America, I think that's odd. I think that'd be odd in Vietnam because they look like rats, really. Like, I know in a social context in America, like, hamsters are cute, but really they're kind of like rats, you know? And so I, I think in Vietnam that would seem weird because the concept of having dogs and cats as pets is kind of more of like a recent thing. I feel so. Hamsters, That was the yeah. most unexpected answer that I would have expected. And hamster, yeah, I mean, do, they, do, do people in Vietnam not keep, like, rodents in cages? Because that is quite normal, even from Scotland. Like, my first pet was a hamster. People have guinea pigs. People don't have that in Vietnam. No, they, they're not keeping rodents in cages as pets in Vietnam. They barely just started keeping dogs and cats as pets. Which, yeah, that's very true as well. Yeah, that's like having a household pet is, is quite a new thing, right? So conversely, what's something that happens in Vietnam that would be looked at strangely in America? Well, what about inviting people to your wedding in a year's time? <laughs> right? I, mean, I love it, yeah. I, don't, I, I actually am now so into the Vietnamese culture. I can't tell you what I'm doing this weekend. I don't have any plan at all, more than a day in advance. And, and, and this happens, right? I, you know, I'm getting married in a year and I need your RSVP within two weeks. That doesn't make any sense. I never thought about just flipping it exactly in the, the opposite direction. Yeah, imagine that in Vietnam, somebody invited you. We're getting married in Yachang Chang in a year. Can you let me know? What do you want, chicken or fish? You'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> Maybe waiters being very rude. Is that normal French here waiters? or normal no, in no, France? No, no, no. In France, in France, you have a lot of times some like some people are pretty rude in general. You know, like in France. Okay. And like, right. eh, grumpy and uh, always complaining. And the here, you know, people they have nothing and they never complain. Huh? <laughs> Did you say the waiter complains, or you just general people? You mean? No, I mean, uh, you know, like maybe sometimes waiters in France can be very rude. Yeah. But in Vietnam, usually they are very nice. You know, like maybe they are not very efficient, but they are always smiling and polite. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And this, and yeah. In Hungary, so this is what happened when yeah. when when you in 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 Bulgari in Bulgarian. Bulgari, when when they accept something, they would do this. <laughs> yes. Really? And, yes. And if they don't like something, they would do this. <laughs> now, remember, not everyone's going to be watching this on YouTube and being able to see what you're doing right now. Oh. <laughs> so we okay. need you need to explain it with words. <laughs> oh, I mean like. I mean like I, I have this experience, you know, in in Bulgari when when they like something they would shake their heads like they don't like normally That's yeah. the, and the opposite also if they don't like something they just shake their head up and down like they <laughs> really like and it's an okay and this is like this is like this is like really crazy i was <laughs> i was there for like like i think like two weeks you know and every time you know and and they they even they, they they saw my my act you know and sometimes I have a moment to 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 look at the audience 
and they just shake their heads. Like, they say like, no, 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 no. It was like, I think it's like, uh, that's that's one of the moments I, I remember at this point, you know. Yeah. I'd never heard that one before. Yeah. But that's similar to here in Vietnam. If you want to beckon someone to come here, you, you do this with your palm face down and you kind of wiggle your fingers to come here. Right. Right. Whereas, like in the in the UK, anyway, where I'm from, that would be quite rude to say to somebody, "Come here." You, that, but here, it's, so that it's just these small things, all right. You, but you're like, right. you grew up in a country, you just think the way that you're brought up is the only way that things are done. You don't realize that even maybe just the country next to you might be done completely differently. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're like me, you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public Wi-Fi. This opens you up to digital snoopers. It's a massive problem. It can be your internet service provider, or you know who, looking at what you do online, or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info, or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data. These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely, even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease. And I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. Just again, for those hard of hearing, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. The link is also in the show notes. I know nobody checks them out, but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast. As an affiliate partner, it also means that I will get a small commission when you sign up, but at no extra cost to you. So not only will you be getting a great deal through 7 Million Bikes, you get a great VPN and you'll be supporting 7 Million Bikes podcast. Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.